Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. Now on with the show. Hey, it's Jim. Hey, it's George, and welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listen to. And uh, Jim, you see my my shirt here? Yes, I see, see the my, my David shirt. Byrne walking shirt there from the uh, video for uh, Once in a Lifetime. Sadly, we can't right. get that album because that's pretty right. much the only song people know off that album. And if they uh-huh. listen, they'd be like wondering, <laughs> what's if we played like an, a song off that album, let's say like the, the final song with the, all the humming and whispering and stuff, people would think the radio's broken. All right, all right. Uh, so instead, we're doing the first Talking Heads album that I ever purchased. Of course, I I went back and added to my collections, Speaking what? in Tongues, and uh, yeah, this, is, this, this is the first one. This is the first one I bought, and then I went back and got to the other albums, and then so you're uh, a like Fairweather fan, you're just kind of no, like, I'm jumping aboard no, the bandwagon. I'm telling you, Remain in Light is one of my desert albums. Uh, yeah, it, yes, it really but is. Uh, this is after that. After you heard this album, it made you go listen to Remain in Light. It made me buy it. I went and bought Fear of Music and and all of those other albums. Yeah, so okay. just settle down. Today we're talking about <laughs> Little Creatures, nineteen eighty five, their sixth album. Okay, uh, again, Talking Heads, uh, and uh, very excited uh, about this. They they were known for their experimental music and really diversified uh, and incorporated all sorts of different rhythms and stuff. Every album, they it was like a completely different genre, almost a very avant-garde uh, band. And uh, this album, though, that we're going to listen to today, Little Creatures, it's uh, their biggest selling album. Um, so over 2.5 million copies in the United States. Uh, so they're most successful studio album i want to be clear uh, it's the studio album that we're talking about two platinum awards in the united states uh gold in the united kingdom in germany and believe it or not uh, a platinum in new zealand who would have thought yeah. new zealand <laughs> uh but uh this is the band in 1974 these three classmates from rhode island school of design which I also went to art school. Didn't go to Rhode Island, Rhode Island School of Design, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I went to art school. Yes, because uh, I uh, couldn't. Hack. You went to art school just in the hopes to make a band like Talking Heads. I, you, you weren't I, even I, a good I, artist. You just went there because you heard the Talking Heads went there. Actually, I was doing so poorly at community college. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> you know, couldn't even hack the the Spanish class, the Spanish one class. Uh, so, eh, I'll go to art school. I can draw. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can, I'll, I'll draw something, uh, but they declared themselves talking heads. We're talking about David Byrne on guitar and vocals, uh, Chris friends on drums, Jerry Harrison, uh, keyboards, guitar, backing vocals, a little everything. And then the lovely Tina Weymouth on bass guitar and backing vocals who married Chris friends, the drummer. Uh, but that's our, our lineup for today. And one crazy, thing, George, I, hate to, I hate to stop your thing there, but it's kind of crazy. No, you, don't. you look at uh, speaking in tongues. That's the album I came in and a lot of fans came in, but you know, yeah. uh, you look at that whole build up there and it started with fear of music, like I Zimbra, which is the beginning of, in the beginning of Spider-Man, no way home. If you don't you want a reference point, but you have something Jeez. where you're getting into all these, <laughs> Uh, African rhythms and stuff like that and building the band and we have stop making sense and you have members from Parliament Funkadelic in the band 
And now when they come back to this album, which everybody's this is for, just the core. They just yeah. go back to the core, which I like. They they strip it down to the quartet. And um, I'm glad they do because it changes the impact. And I love all that other stuff. I love when there's more people on stage than in the audience. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Usually, that's usually when you uh, and I are playing, but we, there's only two well, people playing. Well, yeah, I, was, I wasn't. <laughs> thank, thanks for that. Check out Blue Raven. Uh, but uh, anyway. <laughs> you totally dismantled me there. Uh, <laughs> you want to get to the but, first song first to come back? <laughs> yeah, may, maybe we should. Uh, but it, um, I, I do like that it, it forced them to rely on just the core music. Uh, and the album is not sparse. It's, it's a full album sound, but uh, it doesn't have all of that. There's only one song where we get... Uh, very, very rhythmic in, and we'll we'll talk about that. But yeah, let's start the album. With First song yeah. was the third single, and the song is, Jim? And she was, and then we'll, let's play the song, but I want to talk about the video in particular, too, and I know you got some other tidbits and trivia on it. So here it is from Little Creatures, and she was, as we listen to Little Creatures today with the Crispy Coated Robots. The staff of Crispy Coated Robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect and want a travesty of a presentation. But seriously, what did you expect? Now on with the show. All right. There was uh, George. That's little creatures from um, little creatures. That's and she was from little creatures. That's little creatures yes. from the and she was album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we kind of mess up around here sometimes, but yeah. we, uh, we roll with it. So George, any other uh, t- uh, tidbits on uh, and she was before I, well, for the video? I remember uh, when this song came out, a lot of people were thinking it was about somebody that committed suicide, leaping to her death. Uh, but Chris Franz, the drummer, uh, said it's just about this woman that can levitate and she flies around and sees all of her neighbors uh and the the guy who's writing the song singing about her kind of just wishes she would be normal but she won't you know um but uh yeah it's funny how everybody kind of turned to this dark thing that it's it's somebody jumping off a building or something. Not it's almost true, like what folks. REM did, like uh, Stand or one of those songs like that. They just said they were just trying to make a dumb pop song. I don't know if that was yeah. what, what uh, Talking Heads were doing, but they were just trying to make a hit. There's not much, but they, they were the Thinking Man's band, so they would make you think about stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, the video in particular uses that kind of animation stop effect. And I know that the Talking Heads did this before Paul Simon did it in Boy in the Bubble. But seeing yeah. people to remember that's that one is more of the one who cut that. You know, I'm talking about that drawing with the yeah. drawings are moving, yeah. and it was good good for this song too because they showed the lady flying and the aerial view and all that stuff. Oh yeah, so, wonderful video stuff. Yes, yeah, but they it's like they don't get visual. for me. They don't get credit for that effect. It's always like either Paul Simon or someone else. Well, today they do, Jim. Thank On you. Crispy coated robots. Listen to, we're giving them all the credit in your face, Paul Simon. Yeah, beat you by two years, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> go get Chevy Chase and make another video. All right, so, so <laughs> the next song. Let's give, talk about "Give Me Back My Name." Yes, please, George, give me back my name. Okay, Jim, here it is. <laughs> oh, thank you, appreciate it. Why did <laughs> you take welcome. it? <laughs> uh, this is uh, I, I love this uh, Tina Weymouth, the bass player here. She's got this trembling little bass line and the weepy guitar solo uh, or guitar slides, not really solo. It has that kind of paranoid stuff that you'd ha- you'd find on their fear of music album. So um, 
the very interesting song here. Some things can never be spoken. Some, Some things, things can never change. <laughs> change in my life. Some things must be returned to us. Oh, let's so, let them sing it. Here is Give let's do my it. name from Little Creatures from Talking Heads. That's the album today with the Crispy Code Robots. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. Give me back my name, please, right here yep. on the uh, Crispy Coded Robot Show. We're listening to Little Creatures. Real quick, before we get into Creatures of Love, which is kind of the closest song to a title track, I think, on this album. Yes. Because it's yes. Little Creatures and Creatures of Love. Um, let's talk a bit. Uh, you're an artist, and we talk about that a lot. Let's talk about a little bit about the cover, because this is uh, this is art from a, uh, what, what would you call the art? I forgot what they, they call this kind of art. It's like a folk art type thing. Uh, they call it outsider art. Um, so it's done by Howard uh, Finster and it actually, uh, Rolling Stone nominated it or not nominated, it chose it that year, uh, in 85 for cover of the year. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's a, it's a very primitive art style, um, which is really interesting. And yes, it, it has kind of its roots in folk art that the images are very flat, um, and very childlike, really, yeah. on, on the front cover, uh, and I'm holding up here, Jim, you have David Byrne um, in his underwear. Kind of like uh, an Atlas thing, right? Uh, hold, holding up the world, and, and you have the other members uh, next to these mountains, and there's the Leaning Tower of Pisa, I think, and and other things, uh, and, and mountains with smiles on, the, I guess they're mountains. I don't know. Uh, and then look on the back here, look at the way these guys are dressed, uh, very colorful, uh, standing side by side, almost like, um, more songs about building and, and food. Yeah. That yeah. same, same kind of pose. Uh, but yeah, a wonderful, interesting album Their Their album covers were always fun, uh, to look at and, get lost in uh, for me even fear of music which is very minimal and just that texture they went um, too minimal on true stories because it just said true stories in the front i was hoping for a little bit more yeah i think though some of that had to do with the fact that that was a movie production yeah those songs i don't know how much influence they they had on or on david burns solo album and then then probably yeah Hands. yeah all right, so yep. now we're up to Creatures of Love. Little Creatures of Love. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go genre uh, jumping here. So dust off your steel guitar, Jim. <laughs> um, and Jerry Harrison, the guitarist, said they had to brush up on their country licks uh, for this one. And then he said, and we didn't have any country licks. <laughs> so they basically, they basically had to learn how to play country and uh, do a good job here. All right, Creatures of Love from Little Creatures as we listen to Little Creatures today with the Crispy Cutter Robots. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, we're back from the Creatures of Love. We are creatures. Um, David, David Byrne, is, this is kind of like one of those albums too. I know he, he always had that kind of quirky singing, but he's actually singing, singing. And especially when we get to the end of the album, we kind of have him singing with the choir. We'll talk about that. But yeah. after, after this yeah. album, you, he started doing the, the solo stuff where he really, his voice was really, Oh yeah. it's almost like, and this, I've seen this criticism before, the early albums are great, but his voice got stronger with each album. He uh, kind of, if you start at 77, yeah. uh, he kind of learns how to become a singer. You, you can, you can see him becoming uh, one of my favorite albums 
again, uh, is his solo album Feelings. Mm -hmm. That's a magnificent album. Uh, and again, genre all over the place. I know we keep launching off of this album, but there's so many iconic things that they do. Um, but uh, let's talk about Lady Don't Mind. The Lady Don't Mind, their first single from this album. Really? This is one of my favorites, too. I didn't know this was this the album. first single. I always thought it was Road to Nowhere. Yep. Wow. No. Okay. Go ahead. You would be wrong, Jim. I'm, I would uh, be wrong. So uh, for this album, though, um, the drummer friends explained they took a very di a different and deliberate approach to making this album in the past. Uh, and I love the past albums again. But they would do these long jamming grooves and then kind of mold those into songs. For this album, they actually went and they had a song written when they went into the studio and they would rehearse it and then they would go record it. So all of these songs have a very definite beginning, middle and end to them. And uh, by doing this, it really forced them again, like we said before, to rely on the quartet and playing as a unit. Um an ensemble, if you will, playing off of uh, Burns' vocals, and and to yeah. your point, really uh, kind of came into. He's not a great singer, okay. He's not like an opera singer or anything, but it really fits this album, his voice, and and where he was at with that vocal instrument. So, and the lady don't mind if you're fans of the old Levi's commercial. If you're a kid in the seventies and eighties, where they went. <laughs> Levi's. There's a part in the middle here where it reminds me of that when they, he does his little yodeling part. So listen for that and see if you get the same feeling I do. George doesn't. <laughs> I do. I do not. Yeah. <laughs> so here it is. The lady don't mind from Little Creatures. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. All right. The lady don't mind from Little Creatures. That's the album today with the crispy coated robots. We are on now to the final song of the first side, which is Perfect World. And this is one of their better love songs, I think. I, th I thought this could have been a single. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why it wasn't. And what's interesting about this is this is drummer Chris France wrote the lyrics uh, to this. Okay. Yeah, the lyrics are really uh, good. And he wrote some. Uh, of the band's lyrics for the second album. If you've heard the song warning signs off of warning more songs, sign, warning sign. That, was, that was my person. You know, no, okay, okay. <laughs> you, you, that's all you get. I, not, I won't give move, you any more. Move my hair about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but he, he did that. Uh, that's off of, like I said, the second album, more songs about buildings and food. Um, but anyway, they were looking for lyrics and uh, David Byrne dug up these lyrics that he had written Back then, all these years later, I don't know where they had them, uh, but uh, Franz calls it a mini love story delivered in kind of this abstract way. Uh, but yeah, a wonderful song. I think if uh, the record company had released another single, I think this would have been the one. Honestly, yeah. it's that all good. Right. So here's the final song on the first it's, side. It's a perfect, perfect song. It is a perfect world. <laughs> Not a per well, in your opinion, it's a perfect song, and I, and I like it too. So here it is from Little Creatures as we listen to Little Creatures today with the crispy coated robots. Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. Uh, it's kind of like a, <laughs> the, the ending is a very, uh, you yeah. know, if there's somebody said it happens all over the world. <laughs> Love it. 
perfect Great. world. So let's flip the album over, which George does every week on the show. The flipping okay. of the album is brought to you by nobody. You can put your sponsorship here on the crispy. Go that's world right. Show. That's the big, <laughs> that's the big sponsor uh, opportunity to have the flipping of the album. So now yes, the ceremonial <laughs> flipping of the album, <laughs> trying not to scratch it. Yeah. Let's move to stay up late. Mm-hmm. This was never, never a single. Are you sure? I was a video with them, you know, doing their, doing their groundbreaking stuff video wise, hanging from these jump cords. Let me, like, let me check the crispy coated robots computer. Yes. Sounds like you know, nope. computer noise. Nope. No, that's nope. <laughs> just a, just a video though. And, and they're, and yeah. they are simulating that little jumpy toy that babies jump in is, since they're all in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, th- Tina and Chris had had, you notice how I call them by their first names. Yeah, now. yeah how, you know them. Yeah. Uh, uh, they had had a little creature of their own, uh, their son, Robin, uh, born in um, 82, I think. Uh, so um, I think that was the inspiration, some of the inspiration for this. Uh, and of course, David Byrne, uh, when he would visit with them, you know, would mesmerize by this totally you know, this little human running yeah. around and fascinated with it. And that really comes through on, on the song here. All right. So stay up late. And this one is probably the most explicit song. It mentions PP. So yes. if you have little kids pee-pee, in the room, little toes, <laughs> you might want to jump out of the room. If you're offended by the word PP, so here it is stay or, up late. or toes <laughs> with the crispy go to robots. You know, the drill by now, pause here, listen to the track and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All night long. Uh, stay That's up right. late right there from uh, Crispy Cut Robots. And we're listening to Little Creatures. Real quick on that song, George, before we move to the next one. When he says that, I know you want to leave me. Is he doing a nod to the temptations or what? It sounds like it to me. Uh, there, there's a moment coming up in uh, another song that I think they're impersonating Tommy James and the, and the Shondells from the sixties. So okay. there are a couple of, there are a couple of things. So I think of that. I know you want to leave I mean, me. Just leave the way me. he's yeah. singing it. I think he was just singing it. David Bernstein would say, there's no way, but he's doing, he's trying to do like the grow gruff. I think, I think so. So okay. we're going to just, we're going to take a vote here in the studio today. Yes. I, I think I say, uh, you say okay. I, I, I it's, it's yes, agreed. So no matter what David Burns' intentions were, it's until Burn, uh, <laughs> Until Mr. Byrne uh, contacts us and says otherwise, that is the way. So let it be written. So let it be. Or what is it? So let it be said. So let it be written. There you so, go. Or done. Official. Whatever. Something yeah, like Well, that. whatever. Whatever. I don't know. We're on to walk it down. Now let's just move on to walk it down. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, the, the song, the album is very solid. There's not a bad song on this album, but I really do enjoy this one. This is probably my favorite. Um, after, I, I say that every song, but uh, after... <laughs> Road to Nowhere, which we'll we'll get to in a moment. Uh, this is like that talk classic Talking Heads groove, uh, and it's the spiritual cousin to me of Popsicle. Uh, you know, from Sand and the Vaseline. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got that same kind of cadence to the the way that he's he speaks singing, if that's a thing. Uh, this, but yeah, I love this song. This is a great song. All right, walk it down right here. Walk it down, Jim, with the crispy coated robots as we listen to Little Creatures. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. 
Here's Jim and George once again. All right, that's Walk It Down as we're listening to Little Creatures this today yeah, with the Crispy Cutter Robots, the Talking Heads album that is their most popular album. Most of the uh, reviews on it through the, you know, are, are pretty good, but there's a couple like Rolling Stone didn't give a good review. I think they might have been punishing the Talking Heads because they they expect the, uh, the, the uh, what's that? Uh, remaining light Mojik is a little, you know, the real kind of experimental in avant garde stuff. And this is yeah. basically a pop album. So, I mean, take it for what it is. It's a great pop album. Yeah. And that's, that's the way I look at it. This is not my favorite album from them, but I think what they, I really like it, uh, what they did. Uh, and I think they're very true to the album and their objective. Like we said earlier in the show, every album, they would change kind of, what they were about musically and where they were. Uh, of course, we've got the three great uh, Brian Eno influenced albums that they worked on, but um, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. It's pop, but it's talking heads pop. So I, I this, what can, uh, what's yeah, wrong with one. that? This next one is kind of a, a, for me, it's a futuristic, what what's coming up in the future for, to, uh, for talking heads. Cause television man to me sounds like it could be possibly on naked or an album coming up because it's got the, it's got some of this chanting calling out to, and just the yeah. percussion on it too. It sounds like it could have been put on naked and it, I, I wouldn't even, you know, blinked an eye. So yeah. And, and that's where I was talking about the Tommy James and yeah. Shondell's kind of call out that we're going to get na, to. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this is the longest track on the album clocking yeah. in at over six minutes. Um, but, uh, yeah, great tune. When the world crashes into my living room. Well, uh, in. <laughs> uh, television made me what I am today. Does my so. David Byrne sound anything like David Byrne? It sounds like somebody else, doesn't it? It's like when the world crashes in. It sounds like almost like a Bob Dylan. I don't know. It doesn't sound like David Byrne. It, it almost sounds like, uh, what is the own Golden Pond lady? Uh, <laughs> Catherine Hepburn. That's a yes, like. Hepburn. <laughs> when, when the, the world, world crashes, crashes in, in. in living room, Norman. <laughs> uh, all right so here's, play the song here's television man please press pause now welcome back here's more from jim and george all right television man from talking heads little creatures is the album today we are down to our last track the epic hit road to nowhere right and this was the second single uh you asked about earlier and uh you know just kind of this weird joyful look at uh how death is waiting for us all so kind of morbid uh when you dissect the lyrics but uh uh wonderful song uh how much fun can you have with two chords yeah it's, it's a great yeah. video too and the thing about it too is i didn't even know lady don't mind was the first single because this when this came out you know mtv did this thing where if a big, really big song came out a really big premiere is they showed it at the top of the hour every hour and they actually they never did it really for a talking head song because burning down the house kind of launched them it was already kind of in motion right and when it, when it caught on but they actually did the same thing with prince and michael jackson but they did hey the world premiere talking heads and they played it at the top of the hour so i missed it so i had to wa wait another hour to watch it or i caught the very end of it so that's how a, they get you jim yes that's how they get you it was a big deal and it paid off too because it was a great video using uh some stop kind of like old 20s look david byrne kind of running in the corner yes, while the other actions yes. going on you know and just weird talking head stuff yeah i always thought felt like that looked like remember those old flip books yeah that's where exactly, you could, yeah <laughs> yeah so you ready to get into this and then we'll we'll talk a little about a little bit afterward because george will tell us why there's actually a choir at the beginning 
when we get to the end of Road to Nowhere. So here it is. Uh oh, I better do some research. Do some the song. research. Road to Nowhere <laughs> from Talking Heads. This should be the last time that you have to pause this. I promise. And now, here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection. Woo! What a great album ending with Road to Nowhere. It's it's kind of a weird song to end on because you're like such hey, a great happy Zydeco-ish. Is that yeah. a word? Zydeco-ish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cause I, I you're love, right. The, the elements of that. The, 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 I, I love all the the accordion and everything. So wonderful song. Um, so I heard this story actually from uh, a good friend of ours who has appeared on this radio show before, uh, a fellow by the name of Joseph Johnson. Joseph, if you're listening, hello. Um, where he had read. Uh, so he told me what he had read. So, uh, <laughs> so pretty far wrong. It's not pretty, fault. <laughs> pretty far removed. It's a game uh, of telephone folks. <laughs> but uh, what Joseph had read was that um, the David Byrne was very conscientious. Uh, first of all, the song was too short. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so he needed a way to lengthen the song, but then also um, it's just, it literally is pretty much two chords moving around. You've got some stuff that the bass is doing, like we heard there. But uh, so they put in this choir, and uh, what did he call it? Um, white gospel choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, white gospel. Uh, yeah. So it put in that that wonderful choir at the beginning to lengthen the song and to make it more than just the two chords. And uh, what a wonderful thing! Uh, David Byrne used this same song with a different band uh whenever he did his america uh i'm sorry american utopia stage production which ran for uh about a half a year i think on on broadway uh they would end the show with this and it's just such a happy song it's just so much fun but it's uh, a happy album overall like you said about celebrating being parents and you know just uh levitating women <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, well it's, yeah and and i'm glad you mentioned that jim because you know the song "Big Country" on on 1978. Back to more songs oh, I, I, about I buildings and food. I thought you were talking about in a big country. And I was about to say no, 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 <laughs> no. The song we we were in a band yes, called the Shapes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were in a band called the Shapes at one time, and I always loved. I see the shapes. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's us. No. Yeah. But anyway, um, that album more cynical than this, where he's actually in that song, the big country. Uh, he's kind of talking about the mundane details of domestic life. And, and he literally says, I wouldn't live there if you paid me to. Uh, but then this album comes out and he's falling in love and dragging us with him with this normalcy of everyday life. And, and I love that. And it really is a celebration of love, procreation, and all the normal things that David Byrne in earlier albums and statements uh musically kind of treated with a a sense of fear and alienation and yeah. and i love that uh i just love this band and this has been a treasure to to be able to do this today um i wish we could do remain in light maybe that'll be a special thing someday uh, <laughs> we'll just do light but, uh, and then we'll do another album with theirs with hits uh, <laughs> I, I don't know of any other band that really did what these guys did they're not the greatest musicians okay they're not virtuosos but uh i've always enjoyed uh the freshness of of their attempt two things uh 
And uh, this is just another one. So thanks for allowing us to to present this today. And uh, before we end, George, I just say George is such a fan. He follows a band called Heartburn, spelled like David oh, Burn. Yes, that is a, a Talking Heads cover band. He sees him every time they're in town because they're probably Dallas, the closest thing, probably the yep. closest thing to seeing Talking Heads live. Yep. Uh, and there, there is another band. Uh, you don't even know about this uh, called True Stories. That is a local band to Houston oh, really? uh, that that do uh, a good job. Heartburn is my band though. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm nuts about talking heads. I get an so. idea. How about you and I start a Yoko Ono tribute band and then we could just scream and no one would know the difference from the songs. What do you think? I'll do it. Let's do it. <laughs> what do we, what do we call it? <laughs> I don't know. Miss Lennon. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. All Fair right. enough. So that ends the show. George, CrispyCutterRobots.com is where you need to go if you want to find out more about us. But George has the final word. As always, thank you, listener, for participating in this journey through these albums every week. And until next time, be well, be kind, and find a way to invest yourself into other people every single day. This program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy-coated robots under the direction of Circus Joe Productions. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing. You only have yourself to blame for that. Email Jim and George at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred. And finally, be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.